During the economic downturn caused by COVID-19, many San Diegans put off buying a car. However, as things are slowly reopening, auto sales have begun to improve in the county. In normal times, this would be a sign of economic growth, as large purchases often depend on consumers' confidence that they'll have the funds to pay them off. Given this unprecedented nature of this pandemic, it's unclear how much can be gleaned into the trend, but it could prove to be a glimmer of economic hope. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Rob Nikoleski, you're the energy reporter on the business team, and that also includes the auto market. Let's start with the basics. Why are people buying cars now? Well, a couple of different reasons. One big reason is because some of the restrictions regarding the lockdown regarding the pandemic have been lifted. And the other thing, too, is just pent up demand. Uh, I think that a lot of people were looking at buying a car before before all this started, and they went ahead now that the lockdown restrictions have been lifted somewhat. This was an opportunity for them to go out and buy a car. And on top of all that, I think people just want to get out. They've, you know, they've been sequestered. They've been sheltering in, in space at home. And I think they're ready to go out. At least that's what the car dealers are telling me. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, usually during these downturns, how do car sales usually fare? They usually go down during economic hard times, but they don't go down at this kind of level. Uh, I was talking to Brian Moss, who's the president of the California New Car Dealers Association the other day. And he said that the, the trough, as far as the, the decline, is sort of similar to what he saw at the Great Recession. But the big difference that he's seen was that that Great Recession um, trough happened in the space of about two and a half years, whereas this happened in the space of two and a half months. So it's, it's just the, it's the acceleration that happened so quickly in this, in this regard. Mm-hmm. So I guess it makes sense that if you were a person that was about to buy a car, you know, late February, you theoretically still had the money to do it and you were able to get everything signed and everything was fine. But, you know, how long is this going to continue? Are auto uh, sellers kind of concerned that demand's just going to vanish after a while? Well, there's a whole lot of variables and a whole lot of unknowables. Another reason, getting back to some of the reasons why people are buying cars right now, is because there's a lot of great deals out there. You can buy a car in 84-month financing term. You don't have to pay in many uh, cases with a lot of automakers. You don't have to start paying your first payment for six months, sometimes even longer. So um, that's one reason why. But there's so many unknowns out there. You can... It, it sort of depends on whether you're a glass half full or a glass half empty type person. If you're a glass half empty type person, you're thinking, well, there's still a lot of uncertainty out there. There's uh, even though there's a lot of inventory in the car market right now because you had all these surplus cars that were that that, are, that have been sitting on lots. When you're looking more longer term, well, maybe that inventory is not going to be there in a few months because. In the two months since then, a lot of the car makers have shut down their factories. So maybe there won't be as much inventory. Right now there's a surplus, but after that first frenzy of buying, maybe there won't be. There's, so there's so many things that you can think about and uh, because, because the ripple effects of the pandemic on the economy are so vast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because everything's happening so fast, you really can't kind of make those, you know, guesses as to whether or not someone's going to be able to pay off a car loan or something because, you know, things are changing incredibly fast when it comes to 
employment and pretty much every economic indicator. Yeah, if you've got 40 million Americans unemployed, well, if you're unemployed, you're not going to buy a new car. Uh, so again, there's there's some there's some green shoots of uh, of uh, of growth that you can point to and, and say, well, and, and and in the story that I wrote this morning, the uh, or, or that that'll that came out this morning online, and it'll be in Sunday's paper. There's there, there's no doubt that there's been an increase percentage-wise um, in, in, the, in the amount of, of, of cars that are being sold. Just on an anecdotal level, uh, the dealers I talked to said that they they saw quite a bit of an uptick at um, John Hein Mazda in Mission Valley. They sold 42 cars over the weekend, 26 new new cars, 16 used cars, and that represents a really great week for them, great great weekend for them during that three-day Memorial Day weekend. So there's no doubt that people are going out there and buying cars. The larger question is, what happens going forward? You know, if the economy keeps bouncing back, um, maybe things we pull out of this trough quickly as far as the amount of cars being sold, but there's still so much uncertainty out there. Mm-hmm. And before the pandemic, what were the main trends in the auto market? Well, before the pandemic, the, the auto market was doing fairly well, it was chugging along. Right after the Great Recession hit, in California at least, we saw a, a year after year increase in the amount of sales, and we topped 2 million new car sales just in the last couple of years. Since then, it's been trending downward. Uh, I think last year it was at 1.9 million after uh, getting to 2 million the year before. This year, before all of this hit, they expected it to continue to trend down just slightly to about 1.8 million. But then we all fell off the uh, off the ledge because of what happened with the COVID-19 outbreak. So the Outlook right now for California could go as low as a million, which is what we had during the depths of the Great Recession, or maybe if there is a strong recovery, it could bounce back. We're not going to get to 1.8 million. That was the projection before this year, though. Mm -hmm. And you also mentioned that we're seeing better deals. How long do you expect those to last? Like if you're someone who's on the fence, should you be, you know, getting that car now or should you wait a couple weeks? Yeah, it's hard to say, but I would, if I were in the market to buy a car, I think now is probably the best time to buy it because you can strike while the iron is hot. As we said, there's a lot of great deals out there, 84 month financing, not having to pay your first payment for a number of months, up to six months. So this is probably a good time to do it. Um, But again, with things are so unknowable right now, it's kind of hard to predict. Certainly. And also one part of this is also Hertz, the rental car company filed for bankruptcy. Could some of their stock flood the market and make things kind of weird? Yeah, that's another unknowable as well, because Hertz has filed for bankruptcy. They're still in business. They're just trying to crawl up, crawl themselves out of bankruptcy and out of financial trouble. But they've got a fleet of 500,000 vehicles. So there's all this uncertainty about, okay, will Hertz, if they're going to try to... Um, get themselves out of bankruptcy? Are they going to flood the market by dumping those cars? Or if they stay in business for a long time, are those mar- are, are those cars still going to be used? That's a big question. So again, that's sort of um, another example of, it's hard to predict what's going to happen because if, if Hertz is going to have a lot of, uh, of 
cars that they're still going to use, or are they going to end up trying to sell those cars, in which case maybe the used car market ends up getting flooded. And that'll hurt auto dealers because Hertz, in, in, in essence, if they start selling a lot of cars, they're going to be competition for auto dealers. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you've been saying, so much is up in the air. We don't really know where things are going with the market. But in the next coming weeks, um, what questions are you going to ask your sources? Because, you know, this is a developing story. We need to see how things go. But what are kind of the things you want to make sure get answered kind of the next story you write about cars in general? Well, I think probably the next thing we'll see is we'll probably wait about a month or so and see if car sales continue to accelerate or if maybe after this big rush of the pent-up demand that we were talking about comes to an end, and then we just kind of struggle along, which is, I guess you can probably make that same observation about the economy in general, about the U.S. economy and the California economy in general. I mean, right now, there seems to be some optimism out there. When I talked to one dealer out at Toyota of Escondido, he said that from what he's hearing from his salespeople, there's nothing but good vibes out there. People are happy to be back inside the showrooms. And that's another thing, too, is that the larger one of the larger implications of this for the auto industry, uh, or at least for auto dealers, is what does this mean for the future of auto sales? And one analyst I talked to at Auto Pacific out in North Tustin said that he thinks that this will accelerate and hasten the amount of online purchases that people will make with cars. Now, at first you might think, well, what is, it's not like you're buying a shirt online, that you're buying a car, and this is a major investment. But uh, he said that a, a lot of younger uh, buyers are very comfortable uh, doing their shopping on, on the internet, even for big ticket purchases. And when you think about it, I know I'm old enough to remember that 30 years ago, there was a real concern when out, when, that, that you might buy a lemon, that there might be this kind of malfunctioning car that you made this big investment on and you'd have to hassle with the, the dealer and with the, the service people. But now the cars, generally speaking, are so well made that this one analyst from Auto Pacific was saying that the, the that sort of risk that maybe people were a little bit averse about uh, making an online purchase has sort of disappeared, especially when you're talking about younger people. And one other thing, if I may add, is that one of the larger things to think about in the future of auto sales would be, do we need these large showrooms anymore? Most showrooms on the average come to about 10,000 square feet. Well, if you're doing more online sales and you're under a little bit more um, financial pressure or financial uncertainty, I think it makes people think our auto dealers long-term may be thinking maybe it's time to rethink the idea of a large showroom. I have a 10,000 square foot showroom because that way you can save a little bit of money on rent and leases. And also if people are going to be more comfortable to buy online, then maybe you don't need all that kind of physical presence. Those are all sorts of things that we're thinking about long-term that we'll find out what happens in the months and years to hit. Certainly in this whole pandemic, it does seem that essentially everything's up in the air and we're just going to have to see where everything falls in the months or years to come. Yeah, it's hard to predict right now, but at least for now, it's encouraging to see that the auto uh, sales numbers are coming back up and maybe that's a larger inflection of the economy and we'll keep our fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. All right, Rob Nikoleski, thank you so much. Daniel, it's always a pleasure. 
And now, your coronavirus update. San Diego County health officials reported 140 new cases of COVID-19. Those cases account for 3% of the 4,624 tests performed Thursday. This puts the 14-day rolling average of positive cases at 3.1%. As of Thursday, 7,240 San Diego County residents have tested positive for the virus, of which 1,296 have needed hospitalization and 378 have been placed in the ICU. An additional six people have been confirmed to have died from the virus, bringing the region's death toll to 266. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. We want to remind you that information is your first line of defense. The San Diego Union-Tribune is dedicated to bringing you the latest news in print, online, and on our podcasts. Right now, you can read our public health stories related to the coronavirus online for free without hitting the paywall. But you can get all of your news at your fingertips, wherever and whenever you want if you're a subscriber. Don't miss a story. Go to uniontrip.com slash subscribe. San Diego News Fix is hosted and edited by myself, Daniel Wheaton. Special thanks to Louise Cruz for producing the live broadcasted recordings on social media. Digital Creative Director Beto Alvarez is this podcast's editor. Until next time.